Hello, motherfucker, what's my name? What's my name? And the rose acting bitches, I came. I came. Got a king size bed on the plane. On the plane. She get deep plane if she complain. Don't complain. Yeah. My diamond shining, we ain't pay the same. The same. Got a Jay-Z watch, it change the game. The game. Yeah. Big dog status, get it appraised. Appraised. Told that bitch these ain't brave, she gon' fuck for the fame. I'm the king, king, shake a main, nice in the ring. I'm a bang, bang, let it bang. And we're off. It is a toasty August Wednesday night in the Bay Area, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, I was in the city today, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Breathtaking weather in San Francisco. But now I am back behind the mic where it counts. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Justin Crisosmo. This is episode 17 of the Competitor News Podcast. And, of course, I'm with my guys, Gilo and Tim. What's going down, brothers? It's hot as hell. Hot as freak. It's very hot. And I think right before this podcast, we were just complaining about how freaking hot it is right now how we, fucking hot it is right now actually. we almost canceled our podcast because of how hot it is <laughs> i was telling we just almost like last minute canceled this because like, how hot it is in the room guys, we are in right now we're a bunch of babies we're a bunch of bay area guys complaining about it's probably not even 90 degrees but we're still burning out here but here, here's the thing bay area guys. guys we're a little bougie we are we are a little bougie. this kind of matches what we're going to be talking about today because later in the second half we're going to be talking about a segment we're going to do called rapid fire where we're just going to ask each other <laughs> questions <laughs> and ask each other some questions and uh Answer them in a timely manner and just give our insight and, you know, give our opinions on certain matters of current events and debatable stuff. But for now, we're going to get started on some NBA schedule release. It was released about a couple days ago, so there's some notable games we want to get into. But the main question is, for me, let's start Let's start with this, is uh, the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Lakers, they open the season against each other. But here's the question. Is the season more important to the Los Angeles Lakers or the Los Angeles Clippers? Los Angeles Clippers, they acquired Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard and the Lakers. They got LeBron James going into his second year, now acquiring Anthony Davis. Now they got their own uh, duo to uh, try to head to the finals. But the Clippers, they countered with a move of their own. So what do you think, Gilo? What do you think, Tim? Uh, Gilo, uh, who's, is the season more important to the Clippers or to the Lakers? The Los Angeles Clip- Lakers. Lakers, you think so? <laughs> yeah, Lakers. Final answer? Final answer. It ain't the Clippers. Why? LeBron James. Second year coming back from an injury. Can he be the number one star-studded player in the NBA as he as he carried the NBA for the last 10 years? Now he has help. Somewhat better coach. But he has AD. And plus, you know, the Lakers are the basketball team of, of, uh, of Los Angeles. The LA Clippers, they're all getting back together. You know, everything's coming along. They don't have to win it right now. But I think the Lakers have more to prove. Because, like I said, LeBron James is coming back from injury. Can he be the same LeBron James that we've seen when he was in Miami, Cleveland, and now L.A.? Is he going to stomp his stone and become the great witness that we all know and love? Go ahead, Tim. Just what were you saying about uh, the Clippers? Um, if they won three titles, would they yeah, still be the top dog? Would they still be the top dog in L.A.? I was, I was saying off the air earlier, even if the Clippers win three championships in a row, which they probably won't, but I'm just saying hypothetically – it doesn't matter because they will still be considered the little brother of the Los Angeles Lakers. Am I right or am I wrong? So, so, so shouldn't that alone tell you that the pressure is on LeBron? That that that's my that's my uh, thing here. That that's why I brought up that question because uh, there's a lot of people that believe that just because the move that the Clippers made, it makes them the automatic favorite over the Lakers. That uh, that is pretty debatable. Who's going to be the better team? It you know they both look great on paper, but. This season to me is way more important than Los to Los Angeles Lakers. It's they are expected to do great things as long as LeBron James is on that roster. 
correct? Yeah, correct. I mean, dude, look at it. This is a purple and gold town. This is the number one top team in in LA. The Clippers are probably going to, aside from those the signings, they're probably the fourth team talked about in LA. If you compare to like USC, UCLA, you know, maybe even the LA Kings. But when it comes to the Lakers, they're historic. And what they bring and how many championships they have. And they literally signed the best player in the world coming back from an injury. It is more important to them to succeed. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The Clippers look great. You know, they have great defense, Pat Beverly, you name it, all that stuff, all that good stuff. Yeah, if they win one, great. But if the Lakers win one, it's going to mean more to L.A. than anything in Southern California, even more than the Clippers. Couldn't have said it better. What, what about you, Tim? Any more thoughts on this? <laughs> I think um, to, to wrap this up, I think the biggest thing with LeBron is time. You know, <clears throat> with with he's what thirty four now. Thirty. I think. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna turn thirty five within the year too. Yeah. So uh, that's the biggest thing is time with LeBron. You can't really wait. I just to me, per, for me personally, it, it takes a little bit more time for a, a, a championship a championship team to gel, um, and. I mean, you know, you think about it. Let's say the Lakers get the number three seed. Let's say the Warriors get the number six seed. I, mean, I could see the Lakers running into a bus saw. That's right. With, this, with the roster that they have, I'm not. This is no bias. I just don't think that. I think it takes a little bit more time for a team to gel, especially a championship team. And um, we'll see with LeBron and, and the Lakers. Okay. If he, to, if he doesn't, if he doesn't win one, tell us right now. If LeBron James does not win a championship for LA. Not one will tarnish his career there. Just two is just he will not be the Laker he's supposed to be. Can you I know? ask you a straight up question, both of you? Will Go LeBron ahead. win a title? Yes or no? Yes. Just no. I don't think so either. I just don't, I don't know. Like it it, 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 the league has changed. Like Kawhi going to the Clippers. Remember how I mentioned that it just changed the whole balance. Like, like, like yes, that's what LeBron was waiting on. He was banking on Kawhi that. to come. Just, uh, you saw you know? it firsthand in the finals last year how Clay Thompson went down, Kevin Durant went down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how star-studded you have your squad. Mm-hmm. Injuries can happen to anybody. And, you know, we saw firsthand in the finals with the Warriors. And yeah. uh, no one ever wants to see a player get hurt, a superstar, a role player, a two-way player. Nobody wants to see them get hurt. I just won't count them out. But yeah, it's, Absolutely. you can't obviously you you can't count out the Spurs. That when you talk about not counting out teams, you got to include the Spurs like that. But if we're counting, if we're talking about is LeBron James going to win a championship with three years left on his contract with a opt out in his final year, my answer is no because that means he's going to have to win a championship this year or next year with the Lakers. Uh, I mean, with the Clippers being improved, with the Warriors still uh, being a dark horse, Houston can only make moves. You know, there's also going to be young and up and coming teams going to give them trouble, but you know, we'll, we'll, we're we're going to see. But to close out this segment, who's going to have the better record this regular season, the Lakers or the Clippers? Tim, Clippers, Clippers, yeah, come on, yeah, I see Clippers too. I'm going to say the Clippers as well, not by much. Bunch of dogs on that team. I'm going to say two or three wins better, but not 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 by much. Not going to say they're going to be way better than the Lakers, but you know, you you get it. All right, moving on to. uh, some football news uh, going on to some NFL preseason news, starting with the Raiders and Antonio Brown. So he uh, filed his grievance for to wear his helmet that he's been wearing with Pittsburgh to the league, and he lost that. And well, now he's going to rejoin the team and come back with his uh, with a new helmet. But now, so but he also got this frozen foot issue, and he's uh, questionable to start Week One. Now, let me ask you, Tim, uh, what do you think about all this? Do you think this was all for hard knocks? Do you think this is a real thing? 
you think Antonio Brown's just still being a diva? Do you think this is something the Raiders – is this a real concern for the Raiders going into week one? I think this is all kind of strategical. Um, it's, it's, you know, he's got the foot thing. He's got the helmet thing. I think the whole helmet thing was just sort of a distraction because what's really going on is um, – and as I've mentioned before – his feet, they're a real problem. And you, we saw pictures of it. It's, it's, it's pretty gross. It's pretty disgusting. Um, and it's concerning. I mean, um, me being here from the Bay area, like, and them being my second team, like um, it's, this, this is a red alert right now uh, for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, they got Tyrell Williams to back him up just in case Antonio Brown's not able to go sleeper. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> so let me ask you, G, uh, what do you think about the Raiders? Do you think this is very concerning for the Raiders right now? Uh, yes and no, because you need him to get on the field to learn how he can mesh with Derek Carr and get and get with the system with the Oakland Raiders. Not like he's coming back from Pitts from, from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, like the whole the whole helmet issue, it only lasted not even not even what couple days and everything. He's more concerned about his feet, and once he gets back, he's gonna he's gonna be completely fine. I have no doubt with AB. AB is a great player. You know, he's he's practically been one of the best throughout the years in the NFL if you compare to other receivers. But, you know, to me, I just think that it's just a little small thing that's just a little bump down the road. The Raiders are going to be fine. AB is going to be there week one. You know, we all know he's a diva. But, you know, I have high hopes for him, and I'm sure he's going to do great because he has to prove himself, even though he got paid already. Another thing, I'm glad you brought up Derek Carr because, in my opinion – Antonio Brown's success also depends on Derek Carr's success because that's the number one target. And if uh, Antonio Brown can be a third down, third down guy, a third down target, or even a go-to guy, where's Derek Carr gonna go? You know, he doesn't. This is his first time with Tyrell Williams. He doesn't really have any other receivers that he can build chemistry with. Maybe uh, uh, Seth Roberts, but he's not even there no more. So he even got a new running back. So Derek Carr has new, literally new weapons to get to know, and not having your best weapon acquired weapon in week one can only hurt his uh chance to make it to vegas do you guys agree or no yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i agree with everything you said and you know i mean i just hope this is not just a throwaway year for the raiders i really hope they really do make some noise you know i'm always going to be rooting for them you know um i just hope i just hope the best for Derek carr and let's just see what he could do because you know ab was very very excited to come here you could tell when he first got signed, there was nonstop on Instagram of how much he loved being here. He went to Derek Carr's house. He started running routes with him, all that good stuff. You know, just we just hope the Raiders are very competitive. And, you know, we'll see because, you know, all these draft picks that, that, that Gruden is doing is going to have to pay off. But, you know, I just hope it's not a throwaway year like I've been saying the last couple podcasts. It's just tough because, you know, uh, Carr's in a division where you got Rivers and you got Mahomes, and they're just playing on another level right now above way above uh, David Carr and I just feel like the Raiders need to focus on just the team's construction right now like what's going on like the defense like where are they going with this team and you know we've been bad-mouthing this team obviously everyone knows that we're we're for we're a 49er um fan base here for the most part with all of us here but you know I'm not trying to badmouth the Raiders but they definitely need to focus on their team construction as they move forward to Vegas that's um, right so speaking of the 49ers let's move on to them uh the news today about Jimmy G in practice that he threw five straight interceptions in a practice today. Is that concerning? Or so do you here here's my thing. I'm kind of looking at the glass half full because that's a $137 million quarterback that our defense is picking off. I mean, you can look at it that way, or you obviously you can look at it half empty as in Jimmy G needs to get it together because that's something we cannot 
afford in the regular season, right? Well, this is why you call it preseason. Exactly. You try, you're learning everything from an offensive perspective. You're getting with new teammates trying to gel together. You know, not just the fact that you, you're they were up in they were up in Denver against them and he threw five picks, which I hope some of them were tip balls. I know. I'm just trying to bail them out whatsoever. But but you know what? Yeah, it does bring a lot of concerning news and everything. But you know, we just have to wait and see what, what really happens. You know, we he needs to be the guy because obviously we know if he's not. You know, this entire Niner empire with, with the front office and the head coach, you know, could be falling. So let's just hope, you know, what pros do. You got paid that much money. You better throw the damn ball correctly. And you better get it right. $137 million. You need to do stuff correctly. You need to. This is an investment that the Niners can't turn their back on, you know. So, well, I mean, what is do you it, got, Tim? Is it, is it because of this receiving core, though? Like, are they just not getting to where the ball needs to be? I mean, yes, five interceptions. There's no excuse for that. It doesn't matter if the if the guys aren't running their routes. You need to make adjustments. You need to throw the ball where it needs to be. But I will say, like, if these guys aren't getting where they need to be in practice because we don't see what's going on, you know, there could be some trouble with here. I, you know, I was I was coming in confident with them, but come to think of it now, you know, uh, you know, not hearing much about how the offense, how, just hearing what what's going on with the offense and um, just. You know, with the last game and everything, with all the penalties, they had a lot of penalties last. They game. had 15 penalties in a preseason game. It's just like, where's the focus? Like, they, like they Shanahan let, talks a big game. Yeah, he you know? sure does. You know, and uh, you know they let they were in the top of the league in penalties last season, along with the Raiders as well. And that's just that hurts you so much when you have over 150, 200 yards of penalized yards. 218 yards. You know, something like that. You know, it, it's awful. It's terrible. It just sets you back so much. I didn't see any of the game. We talked about points. We, we, we didn't see any of the game. It hurts so much field position. You know, you just can't afford that. So that's something the Niners need to put an emphasis on in uh, this coming year. And uh, my question to you guys about the Niners, who do you think going into week one will be the number one receiver? G. Tim. <laughs> yeah, that's it all. Oh, you and I freaking put it. I was pointing at you. All right, me, number one receiver. Well, I'll tell you this. I was, and I mentioned this, uh, guys. We talk a lot before podcasts, so I always mention before the podcast. We said, but before the podcast, we were talking. I, I was mentioning that um, Pettis. They were saying, like, you know, I don't know who you know, they were saying, like, he's got to earn his job. You know, with Herd, I don't know who's going. Who knows what's going on with Herd? I, 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 I assume Herd and Debar are looking pretty good. It's just kind of like I said. It's concerning with five interceptions, though, right? Like I, I like I like uh, Jalen Hurd and I like Debo Samuel, but as fucking, much as I didn't fucking answer the question, as <laughs> as much as <laughs> as much as progression they're showing in training camp, I just don't think they're every down receivers as well. All right, I'll make a bull pitch, uh, prediction. Uh, I think it's going to be Hurd, and I think he has a decent year this year. I think he gets maybe seven, eight hundred yards. I'm going to go with – I think it's going to be Dante Pettis. I think he's the best route runner, not just on the Niners, but yeah. probably probably in the, uh, in the NFC West. You think it breaks 1,000? Dante Pettis? Yeah. Jimmy G has to have a great year for here's that. Another, here's, a, here's a stat I saw earlier. Do you think Jimmy G is going to throw over 14 and a half touchdowns this year? Um, that's almost that's about a touchdown a game, almost, pretty much. I'm going to say no because – I said yes. I think I really? said – Yeah. Okay, so this is the only way I think that they, he's going to get 14 touchdowns if he throws it to the damn receiver. I mean, throw it to the to the damn running back. That's just me personally. And that's going to happen a lot this year. Yeah, yeah because you know the way, the way the way yeah, the way the way Kyle runs the system. You know, he uses his running backs as receivers. So yeah, maybe he could. But then again, to me, I just feel like Jimmy G is so damn injury prone. That's going to take him a while to get 14 TDs. When you come back from an ACL injury like that, you're not going to be a stud in week one. You're going to have to work your way up. 
So if you're going to ask me, regardless of the question about who's the number receiver, the reason the reason why I don't say I don't know because that's a very good thing because we have so many receivers coming. These two Swiss receivers, Army nights, bro. Yeah, these two receivers are going to come in and do work and try to fight for the ball. So I can't tell you who's going to be the number one, number two, number three. One has to be with Jimmy G can throw an accurate pass. Number two is these receivers are going to be very, very talented. There's not going to, there's not really one that really stands out, and that's a very, very good problem. All right, but who, who would you say you have? Oh, damn it, I'm just going to go with Debo for the hell of it since you said the other guy. <laughs> Tucking your chains, boys. <laughs> All right. Angelo thinks that's Debo fair. is taking that number one spot in week one. Nobody breaks a thousand then. I don't think it's going to be really rough. <laughs> it's going to be really hard to break a thousand because uh, not even Kittle. Huh? There's going to be. At the doorstep, maybe Kittle's gonna be right there. If anything, obviously he has the best hands. Yeah. He's you know he's the go-to guy. You know he's the second best tight end in the league right now, in my opinion. Let's have Coleman. Let's have Coleman take off this year. Tevin Coleman, I expect right. him to have a, a solid, solid year. Pro Bowl year, maybe solid year. It looked Tyrod Taylor's with San Diego. I like awesome. him. <laughs> it's random. Yeah. But, <laughs> but preseason, I'm gonna give him a pass. Preseason, preseason. Mike Singletary went four and zero their damn preseason. They went zero and seven the regular season. You know. Preseason is all about adjustments. When you're gonna let it happen, make it happen. We'll we'll find we'll find out on week one. Yeah. Jimmy G is scheduled to start his first preseason game on Monday. He should just do sit you, out the entire time. Do you think how many how many plays do you think he's gonna play? Oh, well, series, one series, one series, and that's it. No matter how, no matter if it's one turnover, like right off the bat. No matter if it's a three and out, whatever. Right? It'll be a, it'll be a smooth, nice, concise series. He'll score a touchdown. You think so? Yeah. Well, I hope so. We'll get it down the field, throw an interception, play two series because he'll be back. <laughs> Social media and Twitter is going to blow <laughs> up if he drives down the field. No mercy. Anyway. All right. So uh, that's going to be the first half. We're going to get gonna get into uh, the second half right after these messages. We're going to get into rapid fire. So this is something new we're going to try. So stick around, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. So stay tuned, all right? Every time Justin does that, I do the Undertaker um, signal. It's over, bro. It's fucking over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Gilo, co-host of the Comparing News Podcast. Join us weekly on Spotify and Anchor as we discuss the latest sports news and updates. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to the Competitive News Podcast. I'm your co-host, Angel Malari. Once again, here with Justin and Tim. Yeah, gonna, yeah. Aloha. We're going to do something a little different today, guys. We're going to play a game called Rapid Fire. Is where I, I ask my co-hosts practically a question and they have to think of a response as soon as quick as possible. The first thing that comes into their head. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I got Let's a couple of questions here. Rapid fire on this fire ass day. All right, cool. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Sorry. It's hot as hell. Sorry. Hot as hell, by the way. Hey, Sorry. Tim, by the way, nice headband. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Keep so, can you tell them what I have on? Yeah, it looks actually really, really good. Really, really good. All right. 24 hour fitness. <laughs> so, we're going to start with a little bit of rapid fire. Someone start a timer with me? No timer? Okay, we're going to do it. And here we are. Favorite holiday of the year? Christmas. My birthday, too. Shit. Christmas. Uh, family, food, um, fun. Exactly. Okay. You see. New Year's because it's my birthday. Okay. All right, next question. Would you rather kick a 50 yard field goal to win the Super Bowl with one second left or get three outs in the World Series to win it all? 
Three outs. Three outs? Three outs. That's uh, me. Uh, kick the field goal. Kick the field goal. Kick the field goal. That is pretty prestigious. No, no, but there's, there's so many caveats to that question, though. Do I have the actual ability to kick the field goal? Yeah, and you do... are a kicker. Oh. Or you are you are a closer. Holy, to get three outs. Uh, what, what, what do you think is more oh, harder? Oh, man. Oh, man, that's tough. I, I think it's a... One chance field goal. Three outs. The three outs. If, if you mess up, think, you can get think, it out. I think the field goal is tougher because it's yeah, one try. Yeah, three outs because the, because you have three nine outs, lives. You can put a guy yeah. on base and still get three yeah, outs. Yeah, you have okay. nine lives with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll How probably, about you? I'll probably be a kicker. Yeah. 50 yards. a lot of pressure. One shot became, become Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, you could also be, be Jose. You could also be Jose Cortez. All right, moving on. One, give me. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna give you guys two NBA players. Which has the better ball handles, Kyrie or James Harden? Kyrie. Kyrie, it's Kyrie, hands down. Kyrie, um, I mean, James Harden's a great ball handler, but uh, uh, dribbles that we have yet to have ever seen in this game. Yeah, Kyrie, he's just a wizard with the ball. Like he's, you know, you know, he's a point guard as well. Yeah, I, mean, I think he has better handles than Allen Iverson. Really? Wow. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah, okay. I'm, 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 and I'm serious, and I love Allen Iverson. Okay. All right, with Kyrie. But this is, but this is hot. This is hot take. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. If uh, born and raised, if born and raised in New York, which fan base would you rather be, a Yankee or a Met? Yankee. Oh, a Yankee. That's not even a question. Prestigious. I'll be a Met. Why? I don't know. I just feel like Yankees. It's like saying, do you like the Clippers or the Lakers? Who's the biggest Met fan, Met fan that we know? Or Jerry like... Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't know. It's just something about the Mets. They have a dope jersey, though. Something about the Mets because, you know, I don't know. I guess because I'm a Giants fan and orange, and, orange, orange and black. And then you black have the L.A. Dodgers. They put it all together. You know, the 69 Mets and the, all that good stuff. The Mets suck. Yeah. They got Joe Panic now. Yeah. <laughs> they had Mike Piazza. All right. <laughs> Same question, Jets or Giants? <clears throat> New York football Giants or the New York Jets? I'd be a Giants fan. Uh, once Eli leaves, I think he will be better. But their their new quarterback, although I will say, looks like he sucks. So if you're yeah, born and raised, you would rather be a Giants fan? Yes. I'd rather be a Giants Yes, because you have Lawrence Taylor, man. Yeah. I mean, if you were, yeah, if, no, if you no. grew up in the era with Joe Namath, all right. Okay, okay gotcha. More. What about Chad Pennington? Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, damn it, Chad. <laughs> More historic championships, Yankees or Celtics? Just I gotta I think I gotta go with the Celtics on this one. They had I mean, you, you, it depends. I mean, a hardcore baseball fan could argue, hardcore basketball fans gonna argue. Just goes two ways. So you know, if I was from that area, it'd be I just have to go with the Celtics. You know what? The, the the Celtics aren't even as prestigious as the Lakers. You are crazy. The New York Yankees. It's easy here, Kenny. You know, Derek Jeter beating the Oakland A's, the memorable series, back to back championships. Derek Jeter, the 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 the, the, uh, the uh, prestige that is New York City. Okay, I'll probably pick the New York Yankees. Fun fact: Did you know? You, did you guys know that every single number is retired in the Yankees? Every no NBA player. player no MLB player could either wear zero up to nine. All of them are retired. Damn. That's wow. how great. Wow. That's how great the even Yankees are. I don't one. Answer. All that, that stuff. Two. I don't even. The last know person was your wow. boy Derek Jeter, number two. He's, that was well, the yeah, last single number sure. to get retired. Yeah, I mean, what number is Mariano Rivera? Forty-two. You think they'll retire that? It is already retired. He had, I think, I, I maybe mistaken. Shit about baseball. That is Jackie Robinson's number. It's all retired all around the MLB. 
I don't know. I think he got special permission to wear 42. He did. I remember that. That was wow. a story for him. And now, yeah, he's well, your he's 2019 a, Hall of Famer. He's a special also. player, so he, he can do that. I like yeah. this freaking game. Good, good. Makes good me think. Know. All right. Favorite movie of all time? Damn. Gladiator. Gladiator? Uh, or or dark, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight? Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, Dark Knight. Justin I can like both, okay? That's, damn, off the top <laughs> of my head. Just kidding. Come on, time's ticking. Come on, time's, time's ticking. ticking. You're the one that's lagging. Come on. Selena. What? Oh, my God. All right, moving Back on. <laughs> Back to you, Bob. Back to you, Bob. All right. Remember the Titans. It's a good one. Stone Cold or The Rock? Oh, Rock. Stone Cold. Oh, oh, oh. I got it, so I'm oh. sorry. I got it. I love Stone Cold. My listeners right now, <laughs> listen. If you smell. Listen. Anyway, who's your favorite again? Listen. Who's your favorite? Listen. Who's your favorite? Come on, you're wasting time. Come, y'all know. It doesn't your... matter. Y'all know. Y'all know. Eh, eh. Eh, eh. That's all I got to say. That must have been loud. I was right on the mic. Yeah, you My were. bad. Anyway. DX or NWO? NWO for NWO, life. NWO, but it's NWO close. But it's close. NWO for life, baby. Shawn Michaels. I'm DX. Triple H. NWO for life. All right, here's a hard question. Best Raw GM. Best Raw GM. Yep. Wow. I'm and there was a lot of wrestlers that were GM. Who's your best one? That's a great question. Mine's going to be Eric Bischoff. I just don't really remember, honestly, the GM. You have to give me the list. I like Mick Foley when he was there. I mean, that's probably, that's probably not a popular pretty, opinion. Pretty, I just yeah. don't really remember. Okay. All right. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. You, you right. can't cross the boss, man. Hey, this is a fun podcast, man. I hope the listeners can hang, hang with the shit. Nike, <laughs> Nike Yeezys or Off-Whites? You know, I don't... Own a pair I don't own either, either. So I don't either. I'm gonna go with free runs. <laughs> I'm gonna go okay. with Ultra Boost. Okay, what's for me? More iconic, Tiger Woods or Jack Nicholas? Uh, Tiger, maybe you can't compare us. Tiger, it has to be Tiger. Okay. Revolutionary. I go with Tiger. Yeah, Jack Nicholas has has 18 like world right. championships. I mean, I just don't know enough about the sport, but I think you can't compare us. So. Okay, greatest dynasty team. Not name MJ's Bulls are all Bay Area teams. New England. Perfect answer, right? New England Patriots, of course. And then San Antonio, maybe? San Antonio Spurs. The Yankees, right, too? Golden State? You said not Bay Area, right? Oh, no, Non-Bay Area. I'm sorry. I'd probably, I'd probably go with uh, the Yankees also. Okay. Favorite NBA player who was injury prone? Wow. Brandon Roy. I was thinking that same guy. I was going to say the same guy. But I can think of another one. Give me, give me like, like, can you give me 20 seconds? Uh, I'm going Penny Hardaway. Oh man, Grant Hill, Grant Hill, Hill. Tracy McGrady. Okay, I think I just said that because that was the first one that came in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Jay Williams. Should the MLB grant steroid users to the Hall of Fame? Yes, absolutely. Because I don't care how much you use, hitting 756. We already know home runs. I already know you're gonna. I already know you're gonna bring them up. I know 756 home runs is superhuman, no matter. What you got in your body? I just saw his highlights the other day, and he's—it was that incredible. Like the way that he still. Are we, are we talking about Barry Lamar Bonds? Yeah. We're talking about Barry. We are Bonds. talking Barry Lamar. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I agree because the steroid era was a part of baseball. So if you're going to, did it. Mark you know, if everyone's it. doing eh, it, you got to you got to bring him in. But for people like Griffey and all that, I understand why you don't like it because if you did it right, you got overshadowed in the nineties. I think there's a difference between greatest, and I think. Griffey is great. I think he was just one of those, also those cool players. As well. Yeah, he's just like just you know, cool, right? He's hey, he was finesse, injury prone too. Player. I think I think he could have been Vick, up there. He was cool. Yeah, right. Allen Iverson was cool. Anyway, 
Should the Niners retire Bryant, Young, Bryant Young's number? Yes, number absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Multiple-time Pro Bowler, played alongside this, double field. Uh, yes, absolutely. One of one of the greatest D linemen to sniff out screens. They um they actually a lot of teams had to adjust because of Bryant Young. He's getting double in the team. NFC West. He was like yeah. the Aaron Donald of the NFC West. Not yeah. not to compare that he was as good as Aaron Donald, but they yeah, no. he was scary. Like when when the NFC West teams collided against those Forty uh, Niners when those it was teams. the Saints and the LA Rams, you know. They look. It, they always uh, plan for Brian Young. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Best rapper in the game, J Cole. J Cole. I agree. Like retired or right ever? now? Best rapper in the game right, right now, now. Today, you can. I can also say Kendrick Lamar, but to me, J Cole. Blueface. <laughs> blue, fi- blue fight, baby. Man, um, that is a great answer. Gonna, Joe. That is great. Another op- <laughs> maybe this great. might. I don't know how unpopular this might be, but. I'm just gonna show some love. Are these listeners yeah. hanging with us right now? Fabulous. We are. We are totally just man. This is. Is this a car accident? I hope not. City. <laughs> with, city with the most ruthless fans. Philadelphia. New York. Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia brotherly love. They're, no, they're, Philadelphia they're, Eagles are terrible fans. I'm sorry. And if we somehow have Philadelphia fans, come on, let's be real. Yeah, the minute y'all, y'all, y'all ruthless as hell. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm at, yeah, they are. They can't. Right, be. This, is, this is probably easy one. Today's America's. Team in the NFL, Cowboys or Pats? Pats. It's still well, the Cowboys. It's, it's still the Cowboys. That's they tra- still have the moniker. I mean, how many? Okay, there are still people that I meet till this day that are still Dallas Cowboy fans. This guy, I, I, this guy's from Houston, and he's a, a Houston Rocket fan, but not a Texan fan. He's a Dallas fan. Yeah, but I, I know yeah, that you know what they do. They they're always going to have the nickname uh, America's Team Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, I'm going to give. You can even argue that Pittsburgh could be America's team. Uh, but people don't talk about that anyway. Pittsburgh travels very well with their terrible time. I'm going go with the Cowboys. Back to Bob. They, they, they run hard. I mean, if you think about it, they played a couple years ago in Levi. The Cowboys took over in Levi. Hey, this is fun. I like this segment, man. Last question. Worst luck as a as a fan base of all sports? Oklahoma City. Thunder. Wait, wait. I have two <laughs> names. The New York Knicks or the Cleveland Browns? Aside what Cleveland has been doing, who has the worst luck not getting Zion? I think it's Cleveland uh, going over 16 quarterbacks in like 20 years. I think it's Cleveland because New York puts themselves oh, in those positions. Cleveland just runs into that. Yeah, but New York just – I don't think there's ever been a team that has completely been into such a car accident and car wreck like the New but York they Knicks. they do it to themselves. Isaiah Thomas took that team to the ground. Holy shit. They exactly. They did it to themselves. <laughs> it's not bad luck. Steve Curry didn't want to go there. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's pretty much it. Time's up and you guys win nothing. Justin, <laughs> I, back to you. All right, how about, I, I got a couple more questions for you. How about, uh, do you think Vince Carter should be in the dunk contest this year? His last year? What do you think? Uh, I would say yes, because the dunk contest has been hideous the past couple of years ever since Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. I think it would be really cool to see if Vince still got bounced. You know, he's he's practically one of the greatest dunkers of all time, you know. You top, probably top that, three with Dominique and Michael. That much bounce at 42, though? You think you could put on a show? I wouldn't be surprised. If you're yeah, playing right. over 20 years in the NBA, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. What about you, Tim? Uh, yes, I don't really know who uh, dunks every year, year by year. Are we still doing rapid fire? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This um, is his rapid fire. Do you think the Battle of the Bay, the A's and the Giants, is still a true rivalry? No. No, I've never been a rivalry. I think it's more. They play like what, like two, three times a year? I don't think anything A lot of people say sad. it's a rivalry. To me, it's not a rivalry. When Soft. the A's and Giants play in the Bay Area, going to each, 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 uh, each team and everything, it's just more of having your friends that are Ace fans and Giants fans get together and just getting drunk. 
Yeah, That's really what it is. I got something about chess. I got something about chess. Say, okay, we can't just be throwing stuff and just say rivalry and anything. I'm so, okay, these millennials, these kids, whatever, you, you go in the comments on fucking Instagram, you say, goat this, goat that. Do you realize what goat means? Greatest of all time. You, everyone's a goat. Everyone's a goat. You know what's a rivalry, boys? The Steelers and the Ravens, that's a rivalry. That's a the rivalry. A's and Giants, that's soft. I think it would be a rivalry if they played in the same division. But the fact they only yeah, they only true. play like that's four true. games a year. Their arenas are just like miles apart. That's why they – Oh, that, yeah, exactly. Well, it, this is Bay Area. Like we're such a friendly fan base. You yeah. know, like, this, is, like, this isn't the like, East Coast. Like you pretty know? much I would put the Giants and Jets as a rivalry. Why? Because they play in the same damn stadium. Even though there's they're, they're different divisions, they, 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 they only play what once every four years or maybe preseason – I think with them that could be a rivalry because they both hate each other. How about, Phila- how about Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? Are they a rivalry? Wait, which which sport? <laughs> NFL. NFL. Yeah. Pittsburgh so, and, and and Philadelphia Eagles and Pittsburgh Steelers. No, yeah. why would they be a rivalry? Pennsylvania. Yeah, but how often do they play each other? Well, this one's kind of crossing. There's the bridge, no history. So. There's, There's no, no history really to that. Question. No history to that. Mm, okay. Niners and Cowboys is rivalry. We all know that. But I don't that's think that's the, a, that's a do, are the Jets and the Giants really a rivalry. I don't know because I don't know. You no, know, it's a rivalry. Green Bay and 49ers. That's a rivalry. That's a great. That's rivalry. a rivalry. Yeah, that's a rivalry. The yeah. Bears and the Packers, even. You know, Seattle, Seattle and the 49ers. Seattle and the 49ers. Be a rivalry. This decade, that's a great rivalry. Yeah. yeah. So, how about uh, talking about the Giants and A's earlier? Madison Bumgarner, do you think the Giants should have pulled the trigger and traded him by the way it looks now? Yes, I've been saying that all along. No. You, you think that they still have a chance? They're and then, and then, and then it, it didn't really matter. There's no one really better out there. or There was in, no one. In a way, if they're going to go with the farm system, you know, you got Bum for, for what he is because you're trying to make this run. All right, look, you got some key pieces, so it was it was it it didn't really hurt as much. You know, who unless they, unless they were going to give up something ridiculously a good amount, that's pretty. That's the reason why they didn't trade him. You know, I could say maybe it was for it because they're going for it, or maybe they're not. But I just think there was enough pieces in the table for him to be moved, and we'll see if he signs. Exactly. There was never a run to begin with, and they should have traded him from the game. Damn! 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 Damn. 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 Hot take. Hey! Hey! All the smoke on that one. Woo! All right. How about uh? Bastard. <laughs> how about Draymond Green? Do you think he deserves a hundred million dollar contract? It's a fair contract. Yeah. Very fair, fair contract. contract. Yeah. Second, yeah, I, I think, second round pick. I think there's only going to motivate him because there's people, you know, that, are, you know, feel the opposite that he doesn't deserve this much money. So that's only going to fuel him. And I really like the, the Warriors' chances not to win the championship, but just to prove that they're much better that they're good than they're going to be. You know. <clears throat> also, how about going to boxing? Mayweather Pacquiao too. Do you see that happening? No. Yes, too much money on the line. Pacquiao just won a big fight. Uh, Mayweather was at the fight. Um, I think they're scouting. I think there's definitely something going in the works. Also, um, Mayweather, he's also been on social media as of late, and he's also, he's always involving Pacquiao in whatever subtle remark he's doing. Like, he's trying to name the top ten boxers, and he named Pacquiao number two and himself above number one. So that's like calling out Pacquiao like, I'm still number one kind of thing, you know? So I think like what you just said to him, there is something in the works, like, you know, like he was scouting at Pacquiao's last fight and Pacquiao's not done yet. He's, I think there's still some money to be made for Manny Pacquiao and his, and his uh, camp. So I think Mayweather and part two, Mayweather Pacquiao part two is something to look forward to now. Look forward to? I don't know. They're both past their prime. If this was 10 Would years. Would you watch? Of course, of course we're going to watch it, you know, because, you I know, mean, we're going to support, we're going to support Manny, but. The hype is just not there anymore. The world doesn't really care about it. 
No, if this was to... if this was ten years ago or at least twelve years ago in 08, 09, when they were both at their prime and they were doing great, then yeah, of course. But now it's just like you know, it's just two old boxers just trying to make a hundred, a hundred, what a hundred mil or one it's billion like each something or something, like whatever it is. You know? you know. But if they do fight, let me say, we're doing a podcast just straight up on that fight. That <laughs> well, styles clash, and I, I just don't see Manny. <laughs> Beating Mayweather at this stage of yeah. his career, and the fact that it's like it's not a it's not a it's not going to be a brawl boxing match, you know, just because just, just, just the way Mayweather is, he's going to dissect, 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 dissect the whole, you know, the whole fight. If, if there were two boxers that like to clash and just go at it, mm-hmm. of course that's going to be great. But you know, but one guy, one guy, it's, it's going to be cat and mouse. You're just going to be chasing one guy. They say Camacho, another guy is just going to counter, counter, going to counter, and just counter. Shout out to 20 year old Devin Haney who has a fight coming soon too. That's another off topic one. Devin Haney, I think he's going to be a great boxer one of these days. But uh, back to Draymond Green, because I didn't get to uh, get into that. I think it's a very fair contract. Why? Because think about it. Him, Steph, and Clay. you know, they started the dynasty. They started to turn around from a franchise that used to be the most laughingstock franchise in the NBA to turn it around to be one of the most most expensive franchises of, at all sports, top 10, obviously. Draymond Green did deserve that 100 mil. He's that dog. We need him. Absolutely. He shows heart. He's a coach on the court. He's a general, just just like Steph and Clay, you know. And you know, we are the ultimate underdogs, and we're going to be great again. And uh, having him here, where we don't have to worry about it next year, you know, we could just look forward and you just know, play basketball, just right? play basketball, and hopefully get some more great pieces. If for some reason DeAndre Russell does not work, is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer right now? If he retired today, Ooh, let's if, talk Hall of Fame real quick. Go ahead. Is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer if he retired today, Tim? We had this discussion the other day. Yeah, um, let's you. start pulling out names. Um, let's start pulling By the way, before, um, before we continue, we got I, a few I, minutes. I actually met Camacho and Duran, not Camacho and Corral. So I was just Google fact checking myself there. Anyway, <laughs> thank um, you, PTI. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think I, I take that back to that. I think Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer. I think he transcended the position. Uh, he revolutionized position, um, showing that the four spot can definitely play point guard. Yeah. It's amazing. It's I think that simple, really. He's the heart of the team. He's a defensive player of the year, three-time champion. He can guard Damian Lillard. He can guard LaMarcus Aldridge. He, he can, can guard, guard Boban. <laughs> yes. So, you know, there's no really limit to Draymond Green's uh, defensive uh, success. But, obviously, the limit to him is his ability on offense, which he struggles with the jump shot and he struggles, uh, you know, you know, getting open and uh, whatever because, he's you know, he's not a focal point of the offense. But he is a great passer. He's He's a great leader. He, I believe he's a Hall of Famer because if you put, if there's an argument that Andre Iguodala is a Hall of Famer, then Draymond Green is definitely a Hall of Famer. Do you think they'll take this year off? No. No, they're not going to take this year off. They're not. They're going to give it all they got. Wait, back to the Hall of Famer. But do you see the rest of the world calling him a Hall of Famer because he's practically overshadowed with Stephen Clay, especially when Durant was here? Absolutely not. Public public perception would not think Draymond. Um, at least I would think that there would either a majority or half would probably say he's you, not a Hall of Famer. You have to know the game to call Draymond Green uh, a Hall of Famer because if you just say you don't like Draymond, you don't think he's a Hall of Famer because of his attitude and because he can't or shoot scoring. the ball and you know, his numbers don't really show it, but his production shows it. it the, you know, the, the, record, the winning record when he has a triple-double shows it. So every time Draymond you know, does well on offense and just contributes that much to the game. It's, you know, it's Hall of Fame caliber, you know? 
I think he has to win one more shit to be a Hall of Famer. It's just his game's just not his game is not flashy. It's not exciting. Um, it's just not appreciated. It it's not appreciated though. Yeah. But it's just the dirty it's, work. it's not appreciated though. Yeah. So. Okay. So who else a Hall of Famer? Tony so, Romo Hall of Famer. We talked about that. No, yeah. I, no. I think I think he just deserves to get the number nine retired in Dallas. That's it. If anything. Oh, I don't know about that. E- even if that, that, maybe give him a statue. I don't know something. Wow. They need to do some recognition for Tony Romo. Okay. They should make a statue for Boban, too. Where? In freaking Philadelphia? Wherever you want, dude. <laughs> in Golden State, just right in front of Chase Center. Manny Ginobili? Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Well, then you have to make one for the whole team, right? De- you're right? Well, for Patty Mills also. No, well, well, definitely, obviously, it'd be Duncan, Ginobili, and... Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. And, and Parker, yeah. And Boris Diaw. Where are we going with this? <laughs> We're talking Hall of Fame. We're talking Hall of Fames. Right. So, do you think... Um, if Ginobili, do you think uh, Chase McGrady's a Hall of Famer? How many years did he play? I think he played about twelve. I think he is. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, what I think he, he is. Uh, what has Carmelo done? He's in a. He, he's just. I. I never. I don't think. Why would you? Well, how could you differentiate them both of them? I actually think I actually like Tracy more than than Carmelo. Actually, <coughs> I do too. Because Tracy took his team like second round at least, right? Carmelo's no. an Olympic Hall with Yao. Player. They didn't. They didn't get past. He's never went past the first round. Wow. We might have to Google that. I think his first time getting through the first round was when he played for wow. the Spurs and he was on the bench. But I could be yeah, wrong. He was in the finals. He got playing time in the finals. Yeah. with the Spurs. I think they lost that year too. Yeah, that's when. Lo- that, yeah, that's <laughs> when. That's when Ray, Ray Ray hit that three and sent it. Sent it game seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try to see if I can fact check that real quick. Go ahead. Calvin Johnson. Wow. Too short of a career. Too yeah. He would play like eight seasons and. Like he had great Detroit Lions numbers. Okay. Oh, Patrick Willis. Yes. Wasn't he a defensive player of the year? Tim? I'm sorry? Was it Patrick Willis a, a former defensive player of the year? I'd have to I'd have to Google that too. <laughs> I don't think he is actually, but is he a Hall of Fame? No. You know what? I'm I'm sorry. I don't he will be eligible, I think, in twenty twenty three for the Hall of Fame ballot, but he is obviously not a first ballot. Maybe I don't know. He didn't do it. He made it to Super Bowl once. I Frank, don't think he might. I don't know. That's Frank really Gore. Tough. Frank Gore definitely. He. I think he's a top five, and all he has to do is uh have like two hundred thirty rushing yards this he, this season, and he's gonna be fourth all time. I want to confirm, Tracy McGrady. Um, you're right, Jillo. He made past the first round with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, they played the Golden State Warriors, but not as a leader. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just trying to confirm what you said. Gotcha. But yeah. he, yes, he never passed the first round. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, all right, Anything Justin. Else, guys? <laughs> I hope he, I hope the listeners mess with this tonight because holy like, shit! I wonder how many people ter- uh, press pause or press stop or just exited their. App. Hey, well, hey, listen. I had my professional podcast last professional pod last week. I gave y'all fantasy football insight. I had fun tonight. <laughs> oh, I think it was I mean, good. It was something different. It was something different. <laughs> it was something different. It's it's different. Hot as hey, hell right now. Thanks, guys. Seriously, thank you, guys. All right, that that's our episode seventeen for uh, this week. Episode 18 should be a little more organized, but hey, we still had fun with this one, and we hope you did too. We always thank you for listening and support. I'm Justin. Of course, it's Gio and Tim. Golf clap for calling this out. A hot golf clap. Hot uh, ass uh, golf clap. Uh, oh, uh, shit. Back to you, Bob. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Gilo, co-host of the Comparing News Podcast. 
Join us weekly on Spotify and Anchor as we discuss the latest sports news and updates. Thank you for tuning in.